You're listening to a City on a Hill podcast. We'd love you to use and share this podcast, but please refrain from editing the content without permission from City on a Hill. If you'd like to know more about our church, or if you'd like to donate to the work of City on a Hill, please visit cityonahill.com.au. One of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him, and he went into the Pharisee's house and reclined at table. And behold, a woman of the city, who was a sinner, when she learned that he was reclining at table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of ointment, and standing behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears, and wiped them with the hair of her head, and kissed his feet, and anointed them with the ointment. Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what sort of woman this is, who is touching him, for she is a sinner. And Jesus answering said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. And he answered, Say it, teacher. A certain moneylender had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. When they could not pay, he canceled the debt of both. Now, which one of them will love him more? Simon answered, The one, I suppose, for whom he canceled the larger debt. And he said to him, You have judged rightly. Then turning toward the woman, he said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house, and you gave me no water for my feet, but she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss, but from the time I came in, she has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she has loved much. But he who is forgiven little, loves little. And he said to her, your sins are forgiven. Then those who were at table with him began to say among themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? And he said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. This is the word of the Lord. All right, kids, I'm going to need your help to pray right now, okay? We're going to do something really important. We're going to learn about Jesus from the Bible. Can you help me pray? All right, hands together. What are kids at home? Ready? Really simple prayer. Dear God, please teach us something new about you. Help me to speak well, help us to listen well, and help us to love you because you love us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks, kids, and also kids at heart. Kids, I wonder if you've ever been camping before. Has anyone been camping? Oh, we've got a camper. Got some campers over here. Any camping people at home? Yeah, got some. Oh, yeah, oh, some big, some big kid campers. Um, I thought I'd start today by telling a little bit of a story about the time I went camping. 
Um, one day, one time I went camping and we went to this, we went to the middle of New South Wales. It was a trip where we got to, um, we got to go do some goat petting, um, pretty heavy. Uh, it was, yeah, the goats, the goats didn't survive um, the petting that we that we did. Anyway, um, but we were out in the middle of uh, New South Wales. It was really hot. It was really, really hot, like inland. It was the middle of summer. Um, and what happened about two days in is our big water jerrys on the back of the utes, they cracked and we lost all of our water. Yay. <laughs> now, after a while, we got, uh, we got really thirsty. We got really thirsty after we lost all of our water. Really, really thirsty. And we thought, what do we do? Do we just drive home? Like it was a big drive. It was like seven hours in the car. Seven hours. That's like driving all the way, all the way to Lara. <laughs> but we found where we were staying, we found this big dam, this big dirty dam which had all this water in there that had run off the hills and the cows used to drink this water and the goats would drink the water and it was like a bit of a yucky yellow color anyway we got really really thirsty and you know what uh what we did was we thought well we don't have to drive home we can stay camping for a bit longer we're going to get some of this water we're going to boil the water and we're going to boil it for a long time and after we boiled the water we then found some old tea towels and we strained the water and tell you what, we were so, so thirsty that that water was so amazing. It was so amazing. I was so thirsty after being so long without any water. And you know what? Who knows what happens if you don't drink water for three days? Who knows what happens? Who knows what happens if you don't drink water? Any kids happen? No, what happens if you just stop drinking water? Zion? You die. That's right. You die. And do you know what? When we were camping, we didn't want to die. Now that was such a such a. It was a really interesting time for us, you know, because you know I really got to know what it was like to really, really, really appreciate water. And I appreciated that water so much that I thought I would try and show you a little bit of what it was like. So I went down to my local dam, and um, I just just for old times' sake. I went and collected some of that water. Um, now, I don't know if you at home can see that. That's, um, how's, the, how's the HD? Is that, is that good? This, this was like the water that we, that we drank. And it was so, so, so good um, because we were so, so, so thirsty. And I mean, look, just for, um, just for old time's sakes, I'll even pour some for you. You can see there, this is the water. This is like the water that we drank when we were camping. The water, but it was amazing because anyway, we're, Oh, still like the first time that we drank it. So, so nice. Anyway, um, uh, communion's another week. <clears throat> anyway. Now, kids, why did that yucky, dirty, floaty water taste so good? Does anyone know why it tasted so good? Noah. Because it was Jesus. <laughs> You heard it here first, <laughs> because it was Jesus, so, sort of. Anyone else might know that why the water, anyone on Zoom want to have a guess as to why the water tasted so good? I heard it, yeah, yeah, I heard it because I was so, so thirsty. I knew how badly I needed that water, didn't I? I knew that if I didn't get water, I was D-E-D -E -D dead. 
We're going to think about that water a little bit more as we think about this story in the Bible that we have today. This story, kids, there's two people that we're going to look at, two people with Jesus, two people. Now, who knows which two people we're going to be talking about from the Bible reading that we just had? Two people. Let's ask a Zoomer, which two people? I'll give you a hint. One of them, this is not including Jesus. Who are our two people? This is where we would insert the crickets. Hey, there it is. What was that one, Andre? Simon and the sinful woman. Simon and the sinful woman. That's right. We had a Pharisee and a sinful woman. Simon the Pharisee and a sinful woman. Now, you know that when people are reading this, what type of people are they thinking when they read of a Pharisee and a sinful woman? Who knows? Who knows what type of people they are? People reading it. Ray Allen, yes? That's right, a good person and a bad person. When people were reading this story, kids, when they would read this story for the first time, they would have thought, we've got a Pharisee, he's a good person. And then, the, then there was a sinful woman and they thought, oh, they're, they're a bad person. They would have someone who's a good person, someone that is all, they're always doing the right thing. They're a teacher's pet. You know, they, they get all the good marks. They're straight A, school captain. They're a good person. And then we had the bad person, the sinful woman, didn't we? Two characters, the bad person. They've always got detention at school. They're always getting a note sent home from class. They're always getting speeding fines. When they steal their mum and dad's... No, don't do that. Don't. Anyway, two people in this story, a good person and a bad person. The good person, a Pharisee, and the bad person, the woman. Now, in our story, we saw that these two different characters were doing two different things, weren't they? Now, who can tell me what the good person was doing in this story? What did the Pharisee do? Anyone? What did the Pharisee do? He, he did get there, didn't he? Yeah, he got there. He judged. He judged. That's right. He invited Jesus for dinner. That seems like a good thing to do. That's right. He, yeah, this is the good person. He, he's judging. He invited Jesus to dinner. Okay, so we've got, oh, what's going on now? And we've got this other character, the bad character, what does, or the sinful woman, the bad person, what does she do? She sneaks in. <laughs> she sneaks in, yes. She sneaks in. What else? What does our bad person do? What does our bad character do? Noah. That's right. She was crying. She came to Jesus. She was. She was really, really. She was. She. She was crying so much that she could clean a man's feet. That's a lot of tears. Who has cried that much before? You have no, oh, oh wow, that, yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of crying. And then she cleaned Jesus' feet and then she took very, very expensive perfume, didn't she? And she put the, feet, put the perfume on Jesus' feet. Is that something a bad person would do? What's it? Oh, it's, a, it's an interesting story, isn't it? Isn't We're seeing these characters, on one hand, we've got a, a bad person, or this good person, sorry, the Pharisee, the good person. And what does he do? In this story, we see that he makes Jesus come to him. And in this story, we see that the Pharisee, the good person, 
he doesn't give Jesus anything, does he? And we see in this story, he actually sits and judges Jesus and he judges this woman. They're not, they don't, all of a sudden, they're not really good things to do. But with the woman, what about this, this person that at the start we're thinking, oh, maybe she's a bad person, but she doesn't make Jesus come to her. She goes to Jesus, doesn't she? She seeks him out. She does. She sneaks in. She goes in. And then what does she do? She doesn't offer Jesus nothing. She offers Jesus everything. Offers him everything, doesn't she? You know that perfume, that expensive perfume that she had? That was like giving Jesus her favorite toy. That was like giving Jesus everything that she had that was of any value. And instead of sitting back and judging Jesus, what does our bad person do? Does he sit back and judge? Audrey? She does. She bows down and honours Jesus, doesn't she? Doesn't she? We can actually read about what the, di- the differences that they were doing when we look at verses 44 to 46. Jesus compares them, doesn't he? Jesus says, turning towards the woman, he said to Simon, do you see this woman? I entered your house, Mr. Good Person. You gave me no water for my feet. But she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You, Mr. So-called good, good person, gave me no kiss. But from the time I came in, she, so-called bad person, has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, Mr. So-called good person, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Two people, two people doing different things to, to and with Jesus. Now, what, why do we think they're doing that? I think it's because they have two different ways of thinking. They can see two different ways of thinking. Does anyone know why these two people might be doing different things to Jesus? Oh, yes, very good. Ray Allen. Ray Allen has said because they have different opinions of themselves. Excellent. We see two different opinions. Now, this is a question for the Zoomers at home. We see the Pharisee, this Mr. Good person, he's really rude to Jesus. What sort of opinion do you think he has of himself? Come off mute for us. He does have a pretty high opinion of himself, doesn't he? He thinks he's pretty good. Now, kids, do you think this Pharisee wants to listen to Jesus or do you think he wants Jesus to listen to him? He does, doesn't he? Who does he want to be the boss? Does he want Jesus to be the boss or does the Pharisee want to be the boss? Oh, now, is that a good thing? No, no. Do you think he trusts Jesus? No, he's suspicious of Jesus. He thinks he's better than Jesus, doesn't he? Yeah. What about our sinful woman? Why do you think she does what she does? What is her opinion of herself? We'll go to the Zoomers again. Oh, hold on. What is, the, what is our sinful woman's opinion of herself? Everyone on Zoom is thinking, I'm glad we only do this once a month. 
<laughs> I just wanted to sit here. Noah, what is the sinful woman's opinion of herself? That, well, that's right. And so Noah has said she thinks Jesus is the boss. She's gone to Jesus instead of Jesus coming to her. Audrey, that's right, Audrey. She put the ointment on his feet. That's very good. Uh, at home, Zoomers, what, what do you think this sinful woman thinks about herself? Or maybe what do you think she thinks about Jesus? Take your pick. Unworthy. Oh, there's a good word. Unworthy. Thanks, Di. Unworthy. She feels unworthy, doesn't she? That's a very good, very good description of our sinful woman. Now we've got our two different characters doing two different things because they have two different thoughts, don't they? Two different opinions of themselves, also two different opinions of Jesus. Two different opinions of Jesus. Now, do you remember the water that came out earlier? Do you remember the water that I was so pleased to drink, even though that it was super dirty and gross and floaty and yuck and tasted like a tea towel that we'd use to wash our dishes? I really, really, really liked this yucky water because I knew how thirsty I was. I really wanted to drink the water because I knew how thirsty I was. I really knew that if I didn't get water, I would die. Now, normally when I look at water, I would say, I'll be fine. Normally when I look at water, I would say, I would prefer to have Pepsi Max. But this sinful woman shows us that she knew that she needed Jesus who gets called what the, Noah, you almost said it before, didn't you? Jesus is the living water, isn't he? Jesus is the living water. And this woman and this Pharisee, they teach us that they are seeing Jesus differently, aren't they? One knows how badly they need Jesus, and without Jesus, they will die. The other one knows that I can do life without Jesus. I'll be right for the next few years of my life. But what's the reality? If we don't have Jesus, we, we die. We die. And we're going to think about that a little bit more in a moment, but... With these two people in these, who, have these, who do these two different things, who have these two different thoughts, Jesus teaches them two very important truths, which is a little bit like the water. Jesus teaches these two important truths. Now, kids, these two important truths, maybe your mummies and daddies will be asking you about them on the way home in the car. So mummies and daddies, get ready for some questions to ask. And if you're not driving home in the car, maybe it's on the way to the kitchen or Wherever, wherever you're going to manoeuvre from your, from your lounge room, Zoomers at home. Jesus is teaching these two people two important truths. Jesus teaches, firstly, that there isn't two types of people, isn't there? There isn't good and there isn't bad. There isn't good and there isn't bad. Let's read from verses 41 to 42. Jesus tells a story to our Pharisee. He says, A certain moneylender had two debtors. One owed him 500 denarii, the other 50. 
When they could not pay, he cancelled the debt of both. Now, which of them will love him more? Do you know what Jesus is saying in that story? He's telling the Pharisee, he's telling this good person and he's telling this bad person that both of them have a debt, don't they? Both of them owe Jesus, don't they? Both of them need forgiveness, don't they? Both of them have done a bad thing, haven't they? Both of them have taken what God has given them and they can't repay it back. And the first truth that Jesus teaches these two people of our two truths is there isn't good and bad. There's only bad people. I know that when I think about myself. I know that when I slow down and actually think about my own heart, I know that if I could get away with some things and never be found out, oh boy. I know what I would do if I knew that there was no police. I know what I would do if I knew there was no consequences. Not all of those things are going to be good things. And you know what? If there's a little bit of bad in our life, all of our life is bad, isn't it? It's just like if we put a little bit of poison in the nice water, all of the water is poison. But don't take my word for it. Here's some, here's some words from the Bible which tell us this truth. We know it for ourselves, but the Bible also helps us realize this truth that Jesus is teaching. Here are some memory verses for your kids. Maybe you can ask your mummies and daddies to write them on the fridge for you. One is Romans 3, 23. It says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Does it say only some people have sinned? Everyone. Everyone. <gasps> That's right. Or what about in Ecclesiastes, a wonderful book of wisdom? It says, Surely there is not a righteous man on earth who does good and never sins. Uh-oh, that's all of us. <laughs> or what about 1 John, the letter of 1 John? He writes, if we say we have no sin, if we say that we're never naughty, if we say that we're always, always good, do you know what? We deceive ourselves. We're tricking ourselves. We're kidding ourselves. And the truth, it's not in us. So the first truth that Jesus teaches these two different characters is that it's not good and bad, there's just bad. But there's also another truth, isn't there? A good news truth. And girl, uh, boys and girls, or even adults, what's another word? What's a church word that we use for good, work, good news? Gospel. Come on. There's also another truth. Do you know what that other truth is? The other truth that Jesus teaches in this story to the Pharisee, he says that both can receive forgiveness. Both can receive forgiveness that even though all are bad, all can also be forgiven. Isn't that good news? Isn't that wonderful? That even though we all stuff up, even though I stuff up, and you should talk to Esther, I stuff up a lot. You should talk to my kids. They'll tell you, I don't actually know what they would say. Maybe, don't, maybe I'll talk to them first. 
But here's some good memory verses. These ones can go higher up on the fridge. These ones can go in big, bold font on your fridge. These ones, you can buy a chalkboard and do nice fonts and stick that at your front door. Have a listen to this, what the Bible teaches us, what God teaches us about those people, the people that are bad. There's one also written from 1 John. He says, if we confess our sins, that is, if we admit that we're wrong and if we admit that we're bad and not good, he, God, is faithful. He's faithful to forgive our sins. And do you know what? Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And there's another passage we read in the book of Acts. The book of Acts, a wonderful passage when the church started. It says, to him, this is Jesus, all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins in his name. So Noah, if you believe in Jesus, what do you get? Holy Spirit, that's right. And forgiveness in his name. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we learn in this story about how we should think about ourselves, don't we? From these two characters. Because this story does a really good job to help us answer the question that Tash asked before. Do you remember we were giving a thumbs up or a thumbs down for that question before? That question before was, are you a good person? Zion, what would you say if I asked you that question? No, that's right. That's what Jesus is teaching us. But what has also Jesus taught us in this story? You can be forgiven by believing in the name of Jesus, by believing in the person and work of Jesus. Because you see, in this story, we see this Pharisee. He sees this woman get this forgiveness from Jesus. And this Pharisee is saying, oh, he says, and he, he's, he's feeling a bit sorry for himself. He's probably thinking, oh, why do bad things happen to good people? I wonder if you've ever thought that. Yeah, Emmy, I know. I know. But do you know what? Why do bad things happen to good people? That only happened once. And he volunteered. That was Jesus. Jesus, the only good person who died on the cross for our sin so that we could be forgiven. And do you know what that means? That means that we see in our story today that actually good things, the gospel is that good things happen to bad people. How good's that? Good things happen to bad people. And the difference is, is your opinion of yourself. It's whether or not you're, whether or not you're willing to see Jesus. It's whether, whether, whether or not you're willing to admit that you're a bad person and need forgiveness. It's to recognise how thirsty you actually are and to go and drink from Jesus and he will give us living water that will refresh us eternally. So boys and girls, we're gonna, we remember today the gospel that there is forgiveness for bad people like you and me by believing in Jesus. We admit our fault. We say sorry for our sin. We come to Jesus and we honour him. And he says, your faith, your belief in me 
has made you has made you well. Your belief in me has saved you. Go in peace. That's good news. God gives us his best when we are at our worst. Well, kids, I'm going to pray. I'm going to say thank you to Jesus for this wonderful good news that we're reminded of this morning. And then we're going to sing a song together that that reminds us of how strong and how kind Jesus is to us and his response to us when we do say sorry for our sins. Let me pray. Uh, Dearest Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this story, for this account of how Jesus, you forgave uh, this bad person and you also taught the other bad person uh, what it means to actually come to you in repentance and faith. Help all of us to see ourselves for as we really are and to see you as you really are so that we can come to you and drink and be refreshed and to know eternal life with you and the forgiveness that you give. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to know more about our church, or if you'd like to donate to the work of City on a Hill, please visit cityonahill.com.au.